Hello, Ambush, and welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. Here with me, your host, Colton G. And today on the show, we're joined by country pop artist Danielle Ryan. And we, we're going to be diving behind Danielle's brand new single, Weather Man, as well as The Road that led Danielle to this point here from being a part of the 2016 CCMA Discovery Program to spending some time in Nashville to signing with a 604 Records. Of course, Danielle's first release here through 604 was actually a Christmas song. So we're going to dive behind the decision to release a holiday-themed track as a first single, and then we're going to dive into releasing a piece of herself with this new track, Weather Man. We're going to dive into all of this and oh so much more here on this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. And it is brought to you today by the DesertTigerMerch.com store where you go shop yourself something to represent and support the show everywhere you go. And now that you know who the show is brought to you by, now that you know who our guest is, I think it's about time that Danielle Ryan told you a little bit about herself. So let's Go! The Desert Tiger Podcast. (laughs) How are you? I am having an amazing day so far. Good. Yeah, you said you did an interview two hours already. Your day's like already going. Mine's just starting. (laughs) Yeah, usually I uh, try to do the late start too, but I'm definitely still in sweatpants. So my early start had a few... uh, had a few shortcuts to it, but <laughs> <laughs> that's good. And then your day is going nice and good. My day is going good. I made a coffee and I got dressed. That was that's as far as I've gone so far today. Caffeine and a video call. I mean, all hey. I need. Right, right. <laughs> Shout out to caffeine. Yeah, true. Woo. All right, so we're here to dive a little bit into your musical journey here today. Yeah, I guess so. All right, are you ready to jump on into it? I think so. I think we're good, yeah. Okay, fantastic. All right, so of course, well, I want to lead a little bit of a road. We want to start a little bit with that journey to get to where we are now. So when does a young Danielle Ryan find herself a guitar, find herself songwriting, and when does the decision come to actually pursue songwriting? Was that the same moment, or did that come a little later? Um, I think for me, I remember I auditioned for a contest, and I sang, like, cover songs, and the feedback was kind of like, yeah, you're kind of like everyone else, and that was when I was, like, 11, so, like, at that time, too, like, you're not really thinking, like, this is my career, but... Yeah, that was when I was like 11. And then I was like, you know what, like, I want to be different. And I want to tell my own stories. And like, I want to go that route. And at the same time, I didn't want to just like, write songs and sing 
like acapella kind of deal. Like I wanted to have something to accompany me and I played piano like growing up, but I wasn't very good at it. So I was like, I'm going to learn how to play guitar. And I did that um, via YouTube. And at the time too, we didn't have great Wi-Fi at our house. So my parents um, probably are upset that I used all their Wi-Fi to learn, but yeah, learned how to play guitar and then started writing my own songs, telling my own stories and like some of the songs were pretty brutal, but uh, it, it got me it got me started for sure. Hey, it's that foundation, right? You have you have to lay down that foundation in order to build. So yeah, you got to start somewhere. So yeah, that's kind of what I did. I was probably thirteen, and then um, yeah, I just went from there. And I auditioned for this show at the time, and um, made it through all these rounds and stuff. And I think it was then too, that my parents were like, I always wanted to do it in my head. And then I think my parents as well were like, Oh, like, did you hear that song she wrote? Oh, this is actually like kind of good. And then they, they like took me to all the open mics and all the, all the things you could really do at that age. So that was, that was awesome. Okay. Okay. So a lot of family support from early on, which is very good. For sure. I mean, I had siblings. I have a few siblings. And they used to sit outside my door and record like voice notes of me, like singing these songs I wrote and like make fun of me in the beginning. But now my brother actually writes like all the songs with me now. So it's really come full circle. (laughs) Oh, that's pretty awesome. (laughs) Wow. That's uh, so family, not only helping with supporting you, but also helping with creating then. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And it's, it's really awesome too, because he's like, just as passionate about the project as I am. So it's like really cool to share, share that with someone and have someone who cares equally about what you do. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. All right. So another step that I'd like to dive into on your progression here is at one point you're a part of the Canadian Country Music Association's discovery program. Yeah. So what was that experience like? And what are some of the things that you learned during that time that still apply to your career here today? Yeah, honestly, I was I was like 19 when I was in it. So I think I was the youngest person in the project. And I remember like thinking it was the best thing ever. And to this day, like I still have the greatest memories being a part of that project. Um, you like I learned so much. They had like an industry day where you got to just like ask as many questions as you want and just learn as much as, as you could from all these industry professionals. And then, and it was all country music based too, which was also really awesome. Um, it was all, you know, around the industry I wanted to be a part of. And yeah, we had like a stylist to come in, which I like loved and you got to just hang out with really awesome people and like-minded people as well, which was really great. Like Livy Jean was actually part of that project who became like one of my really good friends and she lives in Nashville now. And I go down there and hang out with her and live with her when I go down there. So it's, it's cool. Like I built some really great relationships and it's something that like, I bet you if I went through my journal, like there's probably like, this is amazing. Like just written everywhere. Cause I, I truly did love it a lot. Hmm. Along with some stars and some happy faces drawn yeah, in there no, too. Like, right? for sure. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So a few years back, you made the change from Danny L to Danielle Ryan. You found the dirt. I did. So what was that? Oh, I do research. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, my like maiden name is Danielle Severinsky. 
And that got super, super confusing with everyone. So my brother actually came up with the idea of like, let's do Danny L and it'll be like cool and whatever. So he did that for a while. And I remember being like, this is impossible. Like you're never going to be able to search Danielle on Google and find anything. Like there's a thousand million Danielle's in the world. So we switched it to Danielle Ryan and my best friend's last name is Ryan. And I just like the flow of it. They had like other names, but they all sounded like middle names. And I just wanted something that was like, I don't know, a bit cooler. I thought it was cool. So I <laughs> picked that. Uh, someone with a monster last name as well. I understand the uh, shortening or going with something else. <laughs> For sure. Makes everything so much easier. Like everyone's spelling it with I's or Y's or adding extra letters and like mispronouncing. I was just like, let's just switch that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's like, no, no, guests can come in and say Colton G. Nobody needs to come in and be like, uh, Geschwantner. How do you say that? That's how you say it? Yes. Beautiful. Okay. Gish. Geschwantner. Schwantner. Geschwantner. Yes. Okay. Okay. Two syllables. Yeah. <laughs> I say it right. I just had to think hard about it. all right so of course with progressing into daniel ryan we talked about changing the name was there also a little bit more of uh taking things a little more seriously you find as you made that transition as well um i don't think the transition of like being serious really came with the name maybe Um, just because at that time I was actually looking to release something like I had already been working with a producer for a couple of years. Um, and then it was just kind of like, okay, now let's get all of our ducks in a row. And like, "Mm, this name thing maybe is a little confusing. So that all just went in line with it. But, um, yeah, I think I always kind of took it seriously in a way, like, I remember writing and like, we had like a class called grad trans and you like had to write like your what you're going to do with your future and stuff. And I totally just was like, I'm going to sing forever and marry a doctor and have 20 babies. And they like, can't tell you no. They're like, okay, a, like you pass the class. <laughs> so like, <laughs> That's just kind of what I did. Like, yeah, I always just wanted to pursue it. And just, you know, the thing with the industry too, is it's all just based on like who you meet or like what circumstances happen. Like, which makes it all the more crazy. Like you can do as much as you can on your part, but at the end of the day, like people have to either be fans or supporters or like be part of your team. And you have to meet all those people, make those connections as well. In the meantime, Mm -hmm. it's as they say, it's a lot of it is luck and timing, but there's also a lot of preparation that goes into that as well too. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So you said you had been working with a producer, but of course there's a little bit of time in between there and you end up getting signed by 604 Records at the beginning of 2020. So what has that experience been like? No worries. No worries. Go. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say talking about luck, like that whole deal was so random to me. Like, um, I was at my buddy Jojo Mason show and I was like backstage hanging out and um, ran into Jonathan Simkin, who's the president of 604. And I'd met him in the past a couple of times, like just in passing. And I was like, just hit it off with him and started talking to him for a couple hours. And um, yeah, in the process kind of said, send over some things. And I did. And by the next week I was offered a deal and yeah, I just, I, I wasn't looking for anything at the time. I was kind of in between 
thing. So that whole process was like totally just like out of the blue, but worked out for the best. And um, yeah, they were like, just go. My wedding was like a few weeks later and they were like, go get married and then, you know, come back, sign a deal. And yeah, so that's how that all worked out. Nice. Very chill about it. Whereas, hey, just go do your life thing. Come back. We'll be here. And when you're here, studio time. (laughs) Totally. That's like literally what happened. I was like, oh, I can sign something now. And they're like, no, no, you're probably so busy with your wedding. And I was like, oh, I'm not like that kind of person. Like I can do two things at once. (laughs) But yeah, so I went and got married and then came back and signed a deal. Okay. Well, congratulations on uh, your marriage. Oh, thank you. Yes. He's wonderful, so I really lucked out there. Oh, well, that's that's always a very important piece of the puzzle there, so I'm very glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's jump a little bit into this studio time once you finally get there. Yeah, so everything kind of was a bit messy to begin with. We were supposed to record in March of 2020, and then literally the day before we were supposed to go to the studio... Um, I was working with Brian House, who I like really wanted to work with. I really pulled for that. Um, He worked with like Nickelback and Simple Plan, which is like totally not country. But he had worked with a couple country artists like Keith Urban. And I heard some of the demos and I was like, yeah, like, let's do something different. Let's like do something that's not what everyone else does in the same way too. like someone with a different vision and who's going to bring something else to it. So we were literally supposed to record the next day and then lockdown happened. And I was like, "Okay, I think that's. I think that's the end of that for now. And uh, yeah, then we ended up getting back in there in September and recorded um, basically like an EP. Like we recorded six or seven songs um, all through the fall, basically. And it was so awesome. It's just so cool seeing like this thing that I wrote on my bedroom floor come to life and just become something that like you're like, wow, like this is like what I had envisioned, but this is like so much better or like so different. Like there's a few songs that like, I remember hearing the like demo project that Brian had worked on and being like, whoa, like this is not what I envisioned, but like, it's so much better than like what I would have thought. Like I saw it as an acoustic song and it comes out as like more of a rocky song and you're like, wow, so different, but that's, you know, that's his job and that's what makes it so awesome and such a creative project. Well, and when you have a uh, pretty much certified hit maker such as himself, it's when he when he says, I kind of want to put some rock into it. Like, OK, I'm, I'm willing to give it a try. Right. Yeah, totally. That's exactly right. Uh, fantastic. Fantastic. So the first single that you actually end up releasing through 604 ends up being a Christmas song. So what was that decision like? I mean, the thing is, is like. You know, Jonathan called me and was like, hey, do you want to do a Christmas song? Like, it's a great opportunity. Like, Christmas is great. And I'm a huge Christmas person. So I was like, sure, like, let's do it. And uh, I think it was like June or July when they had made that decision. So my brother and I got together and we drank a couple bottles of wine and wrote this Christmas in July. And then, yeah, we recorded that one with um, Ryan Stewart, actually, who has worked with like Carly Rae Jepsen and a lot of pop people. So we did we did that one. And yeah, I was kind of like, I don't I kind of want to release like, you know, a me a me song over a Christmas song. But with the timing of everything and like the unpredictability of everything right now, too, and just like no one really knows how to navigate their way through how to do a release and 
do all those things. Like, I think we figured it out now that this is kind of like the new norm, but we just weren't ready at the time. So we were like, let's just do the Christmas song. And then, you know, we'll figure out Weatherman later and go from there. All right. All right. And of course, you mentioned that you would like to do a me song first. And the reason I asked about a Christmas song out of season was so that we can sort of get the contrast into going into a you song from there. So let's talk about moving into finally releasing a piece of yourself here with this new track, Weatherman. It's honestly like so surreal. I know nothing's happened yet. It hasn't been released. No one's really heard it. Like. But it's so cool, just the idea of, like, I'm finally getting to release something and, like, share something because I took so long curating that and finding my sound and finding, like, who I wanted to be as an artist. And I didn't want to just throw content out there just so somebody could just have something to listen to. I really wanted it to be true to me. And I've, I have that now, and I'm so proud of it. So I'm really excited to be able to share it with people and, you know, have something a bit more than like, are you still doing that singing thing? And more <laughs> kind of like, where can I download your song kind of thing? Or like, this is the content I have for you rather than, yeah, I've been writing in my bedroom for years and years. So it's just really cool for it to like all come, come out and come full circle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For sure. And then of course, um, as a farm kid, I definitely connect to the, uh, lyrical content of this song so take us a little bit behind that piece of this music Wait, what farm did you live on like where are you, where so i'm originally from saskatchewan oh real farm boy then i am from like the literal middle of nowhere Quapel valley saskatchewan i don't even i'm sorry i don't even know what that is where is it it's an hour uh east of regina <laughs> okay okay so you're like somewhat near a city at least you're yeah you're you're a bit you were a bit closer mm-hmm. nice um sorry what was the question take us behind the lyrics <laughs> of weatherman yeah it was yeah it was literally like um so i'm a i'm a born and raised farm girl kind of deal um and when we make crops in the summer it's so dependent on the weather and the weatherman will be like sunny for the next 100 days like great let's make crops let's make hay let's do it and then it like rains and everyone's like panicking like trying to finish everything in the one day because you're like it's calls for rain now for the rest of the week and that whole concept just took it and related it to a relationship you know how nothing's ever really as it seems and you say one thing but it's actually the other and just just kind of related it to to that and it, it turned out good too that's the big thing is usually you know, you have this idea and then you go to write it and you're like, oh, that that wasn't what I wanted. <laughs> so it, it actually turned out how I wanted it, which which was great. No, that's that's awesome to hear. And that's once again, something that a lot of people can connect to maybe a little bit more than the farm thing is the relationship series of things. So I really love that uh, analogy there of like the relationship is you could be told it's going to be sunny, but suddenly someone comes home and it's they ran all over your parade. Yeah, totally. It's exactly, exactly it. <laughs> awesome. So do we possibly have a music video that will accompany this track as well? Or Yes, there will be. Right now we're in the process of like figuring out what that's going to be like. We had an idea of what we wanted to do, but 
because of all the lockdowns and stuff, um, things have just become a little bit more difficult um, filming wise. Like we can't film in these spaces that usually would be so easy to go film in. So we're still in the production process of that, but I think it's going to be pretty cool with uh, what we're going to do. You know, it's, it's weather, it's weather related. So, I mean, I think that there's so many cool things you could do. It's just narrowing down what to do. Mm -hmm. Well, based on some of the other music videos I've seen from the two from this Christmas and then watching some of your YouTube videos as well and the creativity you put into the cover songs you do, it makes me very excited to see uh, what we're going to get here. Yeah, I think it, I think it'll be fun. That's a big thing for me is like I want everything to be intentional and everything to have some kind of value. I don't want to just put out a video of just like, you know, no context. I want it to have some creativity and, and tell a story that I want to tell. Okay, fantastic. Fantastic. So you mentioned that you actually recorded six to seven songs, possibly an EP. So without giving too much away. What does the future hold for us here in 2021 for Danielle Ryan? I mean, I'm hoping we get to release an EP or a couple more songs and stuff as time goes on, um, as well as like CCMAs are supposed to be in November. So getting to go there and see all my friends and hang out would be super cool. So where are the CCMAs supposed to be this year? Um, I think they're supposed to be in London, Ontario. They were there a couple of years ago, too, when I went. So it, it's nice. I was supposed to go when I was in Calgary recently, but I just didn't end up making it. So I'm hoping to make it this year. OK, well, I didn't make it that year either. So, yeah, we'll 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 be on the same page for that. <laughs> well, maybe we can connect in person and talk about an EP yes. at that point. Totally. Let's let's hope that's the case. Oh, I hope so. I hope so, too. Fingers crossed. Yeah. All right, Danielle. So I have one question left. Are you ready for it? All right. I'm ready. All right. So we've talked about this growth as a musician over the last couple of years, this progression, getting signed by 604 Records, creating this upcoming EP. What I want to know now is, is how has this process, this progression, how has it helped you grow as a person or what has it helped you learn about yourself? I think it's taught me, I don't know. I don't know if it's actually like taught me anything about myself. I think it's more like a, a like moment of, sorry, I'm like stuttering and stumbling, but I think it's more a moment of like clarity and seeing everything kind of come together. You know, like if I had told like 12 year old me, like, you know, just stick at it and somehow you're going to end up here. Like this to me is like awesome. Just given the opportunity to record music and do things that, you know, a lot of people would like dream to do. Like I get to do that every day. And that's just, that's honestly enough for me, like getting to do those types of things. And I think, I think that's, that's the biggest thing for me right now. And the biggest thing that I'm like trying to appreciate and like, remember these moments and yeah, like you're my first interview. I'll hopefully always remember that. <laughs> Ooh, well, I yeah, I appreciate that. Then I appreciate that helping to introduce you out into the world here. Yeah, yeah, it was Colton. All right, Colton Gas or something. <laughs> so we'll just sorry. go with Colton G. Colton G. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's why. That's why we roll with it, baby. That's why we roll with it. All right. 
So, Danielle Ryan, I want to thank you so very much for not only allowing me to be your first interview, but for also joining us here today to take us behind your progression as a musician into this new single, Weatherman. Yeah, thank you so much for having me here and like doing some sturdy research, (laughs) which like no one knows this stuff and you know it. So that's awesome. I appreciate it. Ah, Ambush, I hope that you enjoyed this conversation with Danielle Ryan going through her journey up until this new single, Weather Man, which you can find right now on your favorite music streaming service. And while you're there, I highly suggest hitting the follow button because Danielle told you herself that there's going to be a lot more amazing tracks coming your way here in 2021 and you do not want to miss them and with that it's about time we gave danielle ryan a roaring dtp thank you for joining us on this episode of the show i have to thank mackenzie from strut entertainment for not just being the bomb.com but for also setting this interview up, I need to thank German from your podcast editor for making this episode sound so good. And I need to thank you, The Ambush, for tuning into this episode. If you've yet to join up with The Am, it's as easy as hitting the subscribe button on your favorite podcast listening app or service. You can also help the DTP grow by sharing this episode. You can give us a five-star review, or you can head on over to the DesertTigerMerch.com store to copy yourself something to not only support the show, but to represent it everywhere that you go. Oh, yes. Now it's about time that we said our bye-byes. But not before I tell you to go find your mountaintop, your roar, the thing that makes your heart want to burst forward with a passion. Find that roar, then let it out into the world and show them just how powerful, how wondrous, and how beautiful you and your roar are capable of being because you are all three of these things and oh so much more. And until the next episode of the D-T-P, bye-bye, Ambush. Bye-bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast.